0: Welcome to the Talking Reef Podcast. Questions and comments are always welcome. Please send them to podcast at talkingreef.com. And don't forget to visit our website at www.talkingreef.com. Now here's the show. Welcome, reefers. Welcome back to the Talking Reef Podcast. Well, I'm happy to say we've reached episode number 10. Kind of a little milestone for me. I know it's not a big number, but it's been a lot of work going into these and Seems to be getting a lot of good feedback, so we're going to keep them going. I'd like to start off real quick with a couple special thank yous. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say thank you very much to John. Uh, John's a listener who has been working with me and has put in a lot of effort and a lot of time into creating some banners and logos for the Talking Reef podcast. We've got a nice, very nice banner uh, that has been completed that he's provided with to me. I am going to be working to get that posted on some sites around the internet. Uh, I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in a minute. He's also currently working on a nice logo that's going to go onto the podcast. Now, this is a logo that's going to show up On the podcast episodes, for example, if you're downloading them through iTunes, uh, this will show up as a logo in iTunes. I'm going to get this on our website, and I'm also going to work to get this on other websites. So thank you very much to John for all of his hard work on that. It's very, very much appreciated. I don't think I can even express in words how much it's appreciated, so thank you, John. My next special thanks is going to go out to the very fine folks at AquariumPros.ca. Now, this is a uh, Canada-based reef and marine fish forum group that is on the Internet at AquariumPros.ca. Now, the very kind people there have accepted and supported the Talking Reef podcast very well. They have actually posted a small generic logo and little kind of a side banner type information uh, about the site and stuff on their homepage or their website. Now, this is very important and this is a big step for the Talking Reef podcast. This This is one of the... Largest sites, largest marine and fish, uh, saltwater fish and reef sites, in Canada. Uh, I'm not sure about their overall statistics. I know that they are a very, very popular site and get loads of traffic. So, so this is a very big step for Talking Reef Podcast. Uh, It's going to provide some very good visibility for us. So, um, I. Again, I want to send special thanks out to them for supporting the podcast and getting that banner, that little logo put up onto their website, onto their homepage. So a little bit more about these logos and banners. Um, I'm going to be working, like I said, uh, and I have been working all week to try to find places to put these banners up. So if you are a web host or you have a website, or you run any kind of website that is any way related, and you would like to post a a banner or a small logo or anything for the Talking Reef podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. I I do have these logos. I'll be getting the other one very shortly, hopefully. And I can provide these for you to post around on the Internet, or if you have any connections where you could get them posted. Just trying to work to get some extra visibility for the show. Now, my next quick reminder uh, that I wanted to bring up is regarding the Talking Reef website. Uh, I have noticed that we've been getting some pretty decent traffic there. looks like a lot of people are at least stopping by to check things out. I didn't want to kind of let everybody know about a few features and some things in the website that nobody really seems to be taking advantage of a whole lot. And I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that it was out there. So the first thing I wanted to let everybody know about is comments. Comments... Are available for pretty much every single item on the website. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you that have been to the site notice that uh, for every podcast episode that's released, there is a a news article that's posted on the home page. That's where all the show notes and everything can be found. But what I have noticed is nobody has ever posted any comments there. So when you go to the website and you check that out, you will see right below the article that there's a place, uh, a link where you can click on for comments, where you can read comments, and most importantly, post your comments. So it's a quick little po- quick little way that you can post comments and feedback about the episodes. Now, I know that we can post those into the forum, but it's kind of important for people that are just kind of browsing around and they stumble onto the website, and if they click on that and get a little bit more information, then they can instantly see some feedback, whether it's good or uh, bad. Uh, hopefully, it's all good. <laughs> But it, it's some quick feedback for everybody to kind of see. Uh, the other thing is the polls. Uh, I, I do post different polls all the time. Uh, again, comments are available on these polls, so if you vote one way or another, you can always, and I do uh, encourage it, to leave a comment in there kind of expressing why you voted that way. Uh, again, the current poll that's up there right now is regarding changing the track title of the podcast right now all the podcasts are labeled talking reef episode and then the number and basically i'm asking if we want to change that to something a little bit more show specific and right now i've got about seven votes now i know that the listener count is a lot higher than that i know that i have an average of about 75 people subscribing to the feed directly and probably about another 20 to 30 people that are actually downloading episodes from the website directly. So I know that we have a large, uh, a large portion of people that are listening to this, a large listener base, uh, and we're only getting seven votes. So make sure you go out there and cast your vote. If you don't care, then I guess you don't care. It's not a big deal. Um, maybe I should add in an I don't care option in there. Anyway, so <laughs> um, again, the... the the polls are out there, and they're open for everybody to any registered users to vote on and leave comments in. Uh, again, the forums are another thing. I think everybody's pretty much familiar with the forums. That's where you can go to add comments, open up uh, form- or informal discussions with other group members, uh, leave feedback, and everything for the show. There's, forums are pretty self-explanatory. I think most people that are listening to this have a, an understanding of forums. Um, the other thing that's in there are, uh, there's a section called links and web links. Now, these are a collection of websites that I have either found and thought might be valuable or uh, one reason or another decided that it would be valuable to post in there. The w- links are can also be submitted by people visiting the website, again, with most things on the website since it's a very very interactive website if you have any good links or anything that you don't see in there there's actually a button for you to submit a link and you can go in there fill in the information hit the submit button that will come to me i'll take a quick look at it and as as long as it's generally reef or fish or equipment or something like that related then i'll go ahead and approve that and get that posted in there so if you have a website that is related to the stuff that we talk about Um, Feel free to get that submitted and I'll go ahead and post that up there. Uh, The last thing that I wanted to bring up real quick was the photo galleries. Uh, Photo galleries are growing. Uh, We have had a couple listeners that have posted some of their own pictures on there and I think that's just wonderful. A couple things that I did want to mention. Make sure that if you post your own photos into there, you create a new album, make sure that you edit the title on the album and rename the album to something that can be used to identify the album as yours. Uh, basically, if I go in there and I, I find some albums that are l- kind of left-hanging and there's no identifying marks, I'm probably going to post a, a couple comments or try to figure out whose it is, but if nobody comes by and claims it, I'm going to have to delete it. I, I don't want to have albums out there that are just unidentifiable, and basically we can't give proper credit to the people that have taken those pictures and posted those pictures. So... Um, i just want to let everybody know if you are having any problems at all they're in the faq section on the website there is some information about how to post into those and uh, to those photo galleries and, and make, every, make sure everything's edited and everything's labeled properly so and again if you're having any problems at all check out the the forums i believe in the uh, site info forum there's some um, sort of more information about how to get stuff posted and stuff like that in there and if Uh, anything beyond that if you're still having problems of course use the feedback link and send me an email and I can get in there and I can help you out so I do not want to uh, lose anybody's pictures I want to make sure everybody gets credit for everything that they've done and I would like to get people's pictures out there so the other thing about the photo gallery is um, as a lot of you may have seen I have been continuing to work on the identification database and I've got a lot of stuff in there. I've, I've spent a lot of time working on that. Got a lot of different fish, coral, invertebrates, stuff like that in there. Got some information about them. and a lot of different stuff in there. So go go through there, check it out. Um, again, if you have photos that we would like to, that you would like to contribute to the identification database, uh, please email them to me, podcast at talkingreef.com. Make sure that they're very high quality photos, high resolution. Uh, the subject of the photo is mostly the f- whole photo or very identifiable. I don't want to have a mixture of a bunch of different things in there and try to guess which one is, you know, what is what. I mean, I'm sure I'll be able to figure it out, but if there's somebody that's trying to identify something, then it'll be a little bit difficult for them if there's multiple th- subjects. So, enough about that. Uh, We'll move on. I just wanted to basically let everybody know that this this show is probably going to be a shorter show. Uh, As you've heard that I've been talking about, uh, it's been a very, very, very busy week for me, so I haven't had a whole lot of time to prepare a lot of content. Uh, I've been working a lot with John on getting the banners done. I've been working with the great people over at Aquarium Pros, to get stuff posted on their website. I've also been working with a lot of other people to try to get uh, more publicity, get the word out a little bit more about the show. Uh, that gets a little bit time consuming. I've also been working with a, a listener on some new ideas and stuff uh, about uh, doing stuff with the show. So this listener is uh, Matt, and he's been very kind and very helpful. And we're going to be—I'm going to be working with him to try to get together some real nice uh, shows in the future for you. And he's also lending his assistance to help with the uh, marketing and publicity of the show to try to spread the word a little bit more. So uh, again, a lot of thanks to him too for that. And I've got a couple other things that I can't really talk about a whole lot right now in the works. And it's been chewing up a little bit of time, but hopefully i'm going to be able to get some some special content in here and get that uh, get that as one of the main topics and stuff like that. can't say a whole lot more at this point because I don't know for sure if i'm if I'm going to be able to do it or not, so I don't want to give too much information so anyways, like I said, this is going to be kind of a short show, so hopefully we'll have a lot more good stuff coming in the future um, so at this point, I'm going to move on to a recent comment that came in, and then a question that came in on the forums, and then we're going to move on to the short topic that I prepared for this show. So for this week's comment section, I received one comment uh, through the website uh, feedback link, and this was from Scott, and Scott writes in to say, Very nice job on the show. When I was starting up, I had a really hard time finding out basic information without being treated like an idiot by the experts at the stores. Keep up the good work. And I just wanted to say, Scott, thank you for the feedback, it's very appreciated. Um, And that's really what I'm working to do here. I want to make sure that we're providing uh, good information, basic information, and even some advanced information to everybody without looking down on anybody. Uh, I know I've stressed that a lot in the other shows. Everybody's got to start somewhere. And this was one of the things that I actually had a problem with when I was starting in the hobby, trying to find people to help out when you're having problems without being treated like an idiot. And it's like, okay, well, you know, I need to learn somewhere. And like I've mentioned before, the Saltwater Fish Yahoo Group is a great place to get some good information. Uh, a lot of people in there that are very willing to help uh, newcomers. They spend a lot of time gathering information and getting getting you help and getting you the information that you need. Uh, and again, uh, the aquariumpros.ca, another great group. I've, I've spent a lot of time in their forums recently trying to get to know some of the people there, and it, I'm seeing the same thing there, a really nice group of people in there. Going through the forums, I have not seen any of the bashing and you know stuff that I've seen on some of the other forums. So there's a couple sites, some very good information, and some very good people to help out. So um, that was the one comment we received. So we're going to move on to the question. Okay, first question here. This one came in from the forums, like I mentioned, uh, didn't leave a real name. Uh, so I'm just going to say it was left by uh, Lab Man. Uh, that's a screen name in the in the forums. So the question that he had was uh, this. I'll go ahead and read it. It says, first off, I'd like to say I enjoy your podcast, and I have found them very helpful. I have a 55-gallon tank, and I am setting up my second 150-gallon. My question is one that has been debated on the boards that using, about using sandbox or landscaping sand like Oldcastle. Some have said that it's fine. Others say don't use it. I'm guessing that you will still want to add some live sand in there, but is there a difference between the two? It's $2 for 50 pounds versus uh, 15 pounds for $20 for the live sand. Uh, Thanks again, and I'm curious about your thoughts on this. Well, Lab Man, uh, this was something I talked about in the last show, episode 9, so check out that episode for a lot more detail. I did post a little bit of information in a reply in the forums, but I'm going to go into some brief detail. Like I said, I covered in this last show, so I'm not going to go into a whole lot. Uh, basically, the Old Castle, and that was the name I was looking for last week, uh, is a stuff that used to be called Southdown, and that sand is actually, technically my understanding is it's the exact same thing as the crushed coral that you would buy in a uh, local fish store. This stuff is crushed up calcium carbonate. And is, like I said, the exact same stuff, and it's much cheaper when you buy it like this. Now, this versus the landscaping sand. You can use the landscape uh, the play sand is the stuff that I think that you you should be using. Uh, basically, you want to look for anything that is not silicate based, that is uh, very clean, sterilized, uh, stuff like that. And I' this is actually what I'm using right now in my hundred gallon tank. I'm using sterilized play sand that is silicate free and it's worked wonderfully Uh, good sand bed and everything seems to be going good and with the other comment yes what i would suggest doing is with the sand that you pick grab a bag or two one should be okay you can do two if you want of the full live sand and just mix that in when you're laying out the sand bed and this will help to seed the sand bed and help get the the stuff growing in there that you need to introduce the bacteria and, and stuff and all the, the other living stuff in the live sand bed uh, and help get it going to help mature it. So thank you very much for that uh, that question. If you listen to episode nine and you listen to this one and you still have further questions or anything else, just uh, shoot it in. Let me know and uh, we'll try to answer that for you too. So we're gonna move on to the first topic for this show. Okay, topic number one. Now, like I said, I've been very, very busy this last week uh, working a lot of different items, working on the the inventory database and a lot of different side things that I've been doing. So um, I don't have a full-blown topic for you, but what I do have is a recent experience, uh, actually something that I'm currently going through, and I'd like to kind of share a little bit of information about it. It's been kind of a drama in my fish tank. So uh, I was discussing this with a, a friend of mine, and it was recommended that I should use this in my show. So I'm going to go ahead and, and discuss a little bit about what I'm what I've got going on here. So basically, what's going on is I have a a plate coral, a fungia, and it has no, recently I've noticed that it has started to recede a little bit, and there's been a, it's hasn't been looking as healthy and the mouth on the coral has been starting to, to shrink a little bit and being a little bit more recessed than normal. Uh, for a lot of you that aren't really sure what the, the plate coral is, is, what this is, there's actually a photo of this in the photo gallery under the ID database. It is a LPS coral. It's a, basically a flat coral that's surrounded with, with these ridges that run from the edge into the center of it, and then there's a mouth in the center of it. Uh, like I said there's a good photo on the website, so, if you want a little bit more a better idea of what it looks like, you can go there and check it out uh, they're v- uh, a very nice coral this is this has been one of my favorite pieces that i've had uh, it's a very it's bright yellow it 's got a nice pink ring around it but anyways, the problem that i'm having with it is that it's it's not looking as healthy so after a little bit of watching and a little bit of you know paying attention to what 's going on, what i've been noticing is that Shortly after I feed it, uh, because it is a a coral that needs to be spot-fed regularly, I've got a little darn cleaner shrimp in there that's been going by and stealing its food. So uh, what I've basically, the conclusion that I've come to is that it hasn't been eating as much as it needs to be eating. So uh, that brings up an important point that everybody should be aware of. When you you are feeding uh, a lot of LPS coral or stuff that can't really... Quickly trap and cover their food and make it inaccessible to to the other tank inhabitants. You have to put a lot of care into getting these guys fed. I've already learned a, a while ago that I cannot feed these items during the day because you're usually feeding them stuff that the fish like. Uh, I'm feeding you know either mice and shrimp or um, raw shrimp or lots of different stuff. I've got some some clam and squid and stuff like that that I I feed on occasion too. But this is all stuff that the fish like to eat. So uh, in the case of the plate coral, what I kind of do is I take the small piece and I lay it on its mouth and within a, a few minutes, it's, it would normally start to grab the food and open its mouth and, and kind of draw it in. Well, during the day when the lights are on and the fish are out, as soon as the fish catch sight of it, they go in there and they steal that food right away. So I did quickly learn that those types of things need to be fed at, uh, after the lights go out and when all the fish go to, basically go to sleep. So what I was doing is I was basically doing just that. I would feed it at night and... I'd watch it for a minute and make sure everything was okay, and once I saw the mouth starting to grab the food, I would kind of just let it go and, um, and, and move on. My, my fish tank's actually in the basement, so I would actually come upstairs and, and just assume that everything was okay. Well, one, like I said, once I started noticing that the tissue around the mouth and around the edges was starting to recede slightly, uh, I noticed something was wrong and this kind of attention is something that's very important when you're keeping coral you know like i said when i when i noticed it was starting to recede a lot of times with corals like this the the tissue actually wraps around these these bony plates the the skeletal structure and when they start to recede you'll you it's definitely noticeable if you pay attention and it happens in a couple different phases first it almost looks like it's like a starving animal or something it looks kind of emaciated and you start seeing these ridges stick out kind of like you would see the ribs on a dog that's not being fed properly and then at, once that happens what'll what happens next is the tissue actually will start receding away from the edges of the skeleton uh, away from that bony structure so luckily i caught this before any tissue recession had has happened and it was basically looking in that kind of emaciated state so it was kind of a shock to me. I didn't really realize what was going on, and I tried to keep a real close eye on what was going on the next couple nights. And I hadn't noticed anything picking at it or anything that looked out of the out of the ordinary, and basically came to the conclusion that it wasn't eating properly. And I learned that by you know feeding it and watching. You know, after about ten minutes, the cleaner shrimp had come by and you know stolen its food. So. What did I do to resolve this issue so basically what i 've done at this point is you know stopped for a minute to think about the the nighttime inhabitants that would be able to get up to the location where this plate coral is at, and I do have it up on a on a rock, and uh, I probably shouldn 't say that a lot of plate corals have a tendency to to move sometimes if they 're not happy with where they 're at, and the plate corals if they're up on a rock like that and they try to move, they can actually fall off and land upside down and they can die from that. So um, I do have it in a position where it's not going to be real easy for it to move, and it has been there for quite a long time. So uh, needless to say, it's, it's fairly satisfied with its location. I'm not expecting it to move anywhere. So, uh, but anyways, uh, what I did is I took a look at what type of nighttime inhabitants could get to that plate coral and, and kind of steal the food away. And basically, it would only be the cleaner shrimp and my peppermint shrimp that are in the tank that would be able to do this. The other stuff doesn't go up that far. You know, I've got some uh, serpent stars, and they stay in the rock work, and they, they don't really come up that high. So I basically concluded that it was some of the shrimp. And what I did is I placed a piece of food on there and kind of watched it, and that's when I saw the, the cleaner shrimp come by. And at this point, I basically got to where the the cleaner shrimp, the I'm sorry, the the plate coral wasn't eating very quickly. I placed the food on there, and it just wasn't opening its mouth and grabbing it in. So I, I could definitely tell that it wasn't doing very well. So at this point, what I've done is started using smaller pieces of food, something that it can kind of get its mouth around a lot better, and. I've been having to keep my cleaner shrimp away from it. Now, anybody that knows a cleaner shrimp and has a cleaner shrimp knows that they are usually not all that timid, especially at night and especially when it comes to food. A lot of cleaner shrimp will actually come right up to your hand and they'll pick at your skin. And if you have food in your hand, they will actually take the food right out of your hand. So uh, some of the common things to scare them away, like tapping on the glass or waving your hand around or even sticking your hand in there to brush them away, doesn't always work very well. But the one thing that I found in, in my tank, at least, is if I used a relatively strong flashlight and kept it shining where the, where the cleaner shrimp was, the cleaner shrimp would actually stay hidden behind the rocks or, or move away from, from the coral. So what I've been doing is I've been taking small amounts of mysis shrimp and placing it on the mouth or around the coral where it can actually grab onto it and move it towards its mouth. And I will keep my flashlight pointed at the cleaner shrimp to keep him to where he'll stay away. And so far, it's been, it seems to be working pretty good. And it's, it's been a lot of drama because I've, I've had to spend the last couple nights, I've been, I've been doing this every other night so far all week, and it seems to be doing good. The coral is starting to show some slight signs of improvement. It's you know filling out a, a little bit better and, and so forth. So it seems to be working, but the first night I did this, I had to spend over an hour uh, downstairs with my little flashlight, kind of in a way protecting this coral until it could finish eating the food. And I did pick I picked the mysid shrimp my shrimp because it's it's a you can break easily get it into small amounts and it is highly nutritious. So if if it only gets a chance to get a little bit because it is kind of sick and it's not consuming a whole lot at least what it is getting is healthy so basically that's that's kind of been my drama and I've been going through that uh, so far since the beginning of the week and actually tonight is another night that I've got to go down there and do that and unfortunately my lights don't turn off the last light doesn't turn off in my tank until midnight and well it usually takes a good 10-15 minutes or so for all the fish to go to sleep So, about 12.30 or so, I'm going to be down there, and I'm going to be down there probably till about 1 o'clock to make sure that this coral gets fed, because like I said, this is a a very uh, important, very favorite coral of mine, so I I definitely want to make sure nothing happens to it. So, I just thought I'd share this little lesson that I've been going through, and hopefully... Uh, give any some information to some people that might be going through the same information, or hopefully help prepare if you ever go through this inf- this this type of situation in the future. Um, so the important things here are it, keeping an eye on your tank and keeping an eye on your coral. As you get more experienced, you'll you'll realize that observation is is extremely important. Uh, as you get more experience, you see you'll be able to look at your tank and almost. Almost by looking at it, you'll be able to tell whether your ammonia is too high, whether your nitrates are too high, uh, whether your, your corals are feeding properly, whether your fish are eating properly. Uh, as far as testing, a lot of the basic tests I, I usually don't do all the time because I can get a good idea just by looking at it, by seeing how the fish react, how the coral are opening, uh, how some of the coral are growing can usually get a good indication of, of tank conditions just by that now again this is something that it does take some experience and some getting used to your tank to to do this so I wouldn't recommend this to to anyone unless you really know you know you got a good idea of what your tank is is and how it reacts so again something I wanted to share and I hope somebody out there learned something from it if you have any comments or questions regarding this, let me know. And if you've actually been through this before and have any other suggestions for me while I'm going through this, uh, please feel free to send them in. I'm, I'm opening to, uh, to other suggestions. Like I said, I think I'm uh, making some good progress here. It looks like it's improving, but um, again, open to any suggestions or any help that anybody may have regarding this. So, um, well, that's going to end that, the first uh, kind of discussion topic that I had. Um, like I said, been a very, very busy week. Been a lot of long nights. So uh, at this point, I'm going to kind of move on and, and close out the show. Uh, well, I said it wouldn't be a long show, but it's, it's looking like it's going to be uh, a normal uh, length show. So I guess that's a good thing. up This episode, and like I just mentioned, I think this show is going to be a decent length, uh, at least the average length. Um, I think that uh, Thursdays is probably the days that I'm going to continue to release the episodes. Just going through my normal schedule and uh, the week and how things go. It seems like Thursday nights probably the best night for me to get these shows out. So uh, I think I'm going to continue working with this and uh, just to kind of... Semi formal announcement just to say that Thursdays are probably going to be the day, uh, Thursday nights are probably going to be when the new episodes are going to be released. So most people will probably expect them uh, Friday morning because I seem to be getting them released very, very late on Thursday evening. So just so everybody can kind of go on that. Like I said, please don't hold me to that. Stuff does come up. I may release them earlier, I may release them later, Uh, but I'm going to shoot for every Thursday at this point. I do want to make a quick request. Um, like I said, I've been kind of busy. I do have a couple ideas, but if anybody has any ideas for show topics or suggestions about things that they would like to hear about, uh, whether you're looking for something specific or not, if you have any ideas, uh, please feel free to send them in um, You know, for discussion topics and, and main show topics. I do have a slight list that I'm working from, and I do have some more items on that, so don't worry. I'm not out of things to talk about here, uh, but if there's uh, anything that you would like to have brought up on a show, please send it in. I will likely make that the uh, immediate following show, and it, you know, if I've already got a, a line of, of items, then I will add it to my list, and I will uh, make sure that we get a, a show topic about that. The one final thing that I wanted to mention is I just want to let everybody know that I'm not going to be, I haven't done a whole lot of editing on this this specific episode. I've got a lot of stuff going on, like I said. So I want everybody to bear with me, and or thank you for bearing with me uh, on this episode. I think that the recording went okay, and I have done some basic editing and stuff like that. So uh, just thank you for bearing with me, and uh, hopefully the next show will have some better topic and, and some better content and stuff like that. So feel free to send in your questions, your comments, your topic recommendations or anything like that to podcast at talkingreef.com. And uh, just a reminder to make sure you go to the, the website, www.talkingreef.com. Leave your comments, vote at the polls, visit the forums, uh, leave your questions and comments there. Uh, check out the link section uh, leave any good links that you have, any good links to discussion forums or information forms that you found out there, leave them in there. And uh, last but not least, the photo gallery and the identification database. Make sure you go there, check it out, and submit anything that you want to submit or create your own album and get your own pictures in there for the world to see. So uh, that's going to do it for this show. Happy reefing and talk to you next week.